welcome to Plan and Empower the Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Goodman. This is a space where we discuss mindset, business, empowering yourself, habits and routines, and self-development. I'm so excited to have you here. And welcome back to another episode of Plan and Empower the Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk you through a little bit of a running update. Um, I've been training for my 25K coming up in just over two weeks. And so I thought it was time we check in and see how it's going. And I can share a little bit about what I've learned on this part of my journey. Um, before we get into that, let's just do a little bit of a check-in. Honestly, not too much to share, but I will let you know why the reason this is late. Um, so I have been working and relieving, which has been great, but it's definitely meaning I'm having to learn to balance my time again. But I was meant to record on the weekend, and with Josh working away from home, I honestly got to Sunday, and I really just wanted to spend some time with him and not have to leave to go record. So that's why this episode's late. So I hope you can forgive me for that. I'm definitely navigating having a long-distance relationship. It's something I've never done. I mean, it's not really long-distance, but it's long-distance. So I'm navigating that. But Either way, I'm really enjoying running at the moment and I'm super excited to talk to you about it because this weekend I ran a half marathon. So I'm going to talk more details about that in the episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, for this episode, what I did is I just went through a few key things. I mean, I've done an episode on my like starting tips of how I recommend starting running, but I think this episode's different because I've definitely learned so much since I recorded that episode. I feel like when I first started running, I really didn't know why I was running. Like I kind of, I, I mean, I've talked about it before and they were quite negative um, roots to my reasons for running, whereas now I really feel like I've found such an excitement and such a passion for it. So my training's definitely differed. One of the major key differences that I've found is I have been doing proper fueling. Like, I know know that food isn't just fuel, but I have been really making sure I am eating correctly around my running. Now, I want to stress again, eating and food and running, it's different for every single person. Like what I eat and what I consume leading into my runs is going to be different to what you are required to do. So I'm actually going to be doing an episode with a nutritionist on this, so I'm not going to go into further detail on here. Now, I know that I've done a degree in nutrition, but I want to stress, you might have just seen Yoda run past. Um, I want to stress the importance here. Although people have done nutrition degrees, there is a difference between someone who has done a nutrition degree and someone who is a registered nutritionist. So I'm getting a registered nutritionist on our podcast to talk about that. So I'm going to park that there. Something else I've been doing really well is I've been having gels on my runs. I used to feel this real weird shame about having to need to bring so many gels. Um, So it's actually, you're meant to have a gel every 45 minutes while you're out running. It helps with um, your muscle recovery. It helps with energy while you're running. Honestly, it just makes such a big difference. And I tried a really good one. They're called Cliff Blocks. Um, they're a bit like lollies. And to be honest, they were just amazing. And I'm super excited to have them again. Plus, I've, I've got to give them another go because the flavor I didn't have was really good. So I'm trying a flavor that was recommended called Cola. Um, but it's the pure nutrition liquid ones. I find the texture a little odd. But what I did notice is that that bit later in the run, so when I hit like the, when I was taking it at about the 17k mark, 
I didn't want to be chewing something. So I think the cliff blocks were really good for earlier in my run, but later in the run, definitely a little bit easier to consume is better. Um, also, I don't know how I used to run without a vest. Like, I have no idea. Where did I put all my stuff? Did I just not bring that much stuff? Like, I was sitting out for my half marathon. I had a one litre thing of water on my back. I had 350 mil of electrolytes in my front pocket. I had cliff blocks, two running gels, just in case I needed two, and I didn't. But just in case, you never know, could have got stuck somewhere and had to run back. Um, but I had two of those. I had my phone, I had keys, I had lip balm. Like, where did I used to put all this stuff? My vest, absolute lifesaver. And in that note, hydration on and around your running is so important. The night, days leading into my runs, hydration, hydration, hydration. Like if you are heading into a run dehydrated, you're already heading in on the back foot. Make sure you drink enough water leading in. Then on your run, it doesn't matter how much water you need. If you need it, you need it. Like honestly, I would happily wear my camelback for a 5k. Like if it's a hot day, I'm going to need it. These, these are not things we should be embarrassed about. These aren't things that you should worry about needing. Like if you need water on your run, you need water on your run. Another thing, two things that have been really helpful, good bras, new running bras <laughs> make such a difference. Now, one of the main things that I love about my new running bras are they have no wires. Um, I used to find the wires would give me chafing, so that's definitely removed that barrier. I find I'm definitely not like in the super plus plus size of bra sizes, but I did find like it's hard to find one that provided enough support that was tight enough without feeling like it was suffocating me and like it's, it's been really a fine tuning act I definitely love it's the in light bra from Lululemon I really really enjoy it um but again don't just go based off my recommendation you need to find a bra that works for you that's going to mean going in trying them on and finding the best one also shoes <laughs> you cannot take shoe recommendation from some random person online your running shoes are personal to your feet and you need to find a pair that works really well for you. The pair I have may not work for you at all. I have used Asics the entire time in my running journey and I think that they work really well for my feet. I've got quite wide feet, so their de-sizing means that they've got a wider foot and it definitely helps with me. I noticed that going a half size up ensured no losing my toenails, which is a win in my books, but that is what has worked for me. I went into the shop, got fitted for a shoe. I was running around the stores in shoes. I know what shoe style works for me from when I was fitted that time ago. And I went in and I found the perfect shoe. Now, what have my runs looked like each week? I keep getting asked this, so I thought I'd break them down. Each week I have three different types of runs. So I'm doing a long run, I'm doing a speed run, and I'm doing a recovery run. Sorry, if you hear a bell in the background, that's just my cat playing with his collar that's now become his toy. <laughs> um, but I have a long run, a speed run, and a recovery run. So my long run honestly ranges in speed and distance. Like, it totally depends where I'm at in the training plan, what I'm working for. So I started training for this in January. Yeah, probably about the first week of January, I decided I wanted to run, which gave me just over two months. But leading into that, I was consistently running 5k and I was probably running 5k about two times a week. So I was kind of running without a purpose um, and I wanted to have a purpose, but I didn't want to sign up for an event. So I decided to create my own. So what that meant is I looked at the calendar and went, cool, what's my gradual increase? So I think my next run was 8k, then I did 10, then I did 12, then I did 14, then I did 16. And because my 16 felt so strong, I was like, you are ready for the, the 20, but I also went, if I'm going to do 20, I might as well do 21. Um, 
but I've also, you've got to keep in mind, I've been running for about seven years. Like even at the crux of this, my baseline running strength is mentally strong. Like I know I knew I could do that going into it. Yes, it was tough and it was like leading into it. I had self-doubt and whatnot. But at the crux of it, when push came to shove, I knew I would get myself across the line unless obviously I was injured. Then I had my speed runs. Um, so I've been following a fitness training plan. Um, I go into that in my weekly on oh, my monthly habit tracking ones. But I've been doing some form of sprinting session. And if I haven't been doing a sprinting session, I've been doing a tempo session. So 800 meters at a faster pace, which for me is about 45 to 7, sometimes 7. Really depends on where I'm at in my cycle. Um, and then I would walk for two minutes and then go again. And then I've been doing a recovery run, which to be honest, most weeks has been a recovery walk because I've been so exhausted. Um, but it's just about getting out, moving your legs, and stretching. Now, something I wanted to note on was incorporating the right weight training. I would 100% recommend seeing a PT if that is in your financial range. Like, 100%, without a doubt. I think when I was seeing my friend for PT it really helped me figure out what was strengthening around running and now I've found a great app that I use but again I'm not going to recommend it because I think it's all personal to you like I love explosive movements I love like Olympic lifting style but I also recognize that I need to do a lot of landing I need to do ankle mobility I should be stretching before every workout so I've been incorporating my own mobility and my own stretching to ensure that no matter what I'm doing, I'm actually following the right thing. But the girl's plan that I am following is a runner. So I think that that helps. Like everything she's doing is to strengthen for running. And now I've seen people do this program and not like it at all. But I'll go into it in my monthly one if you really want to hear more about it and what's involved in that. Another thing that's really benefited my running this time around was recovery. Stretching and foam rolling. Now I'm just going to say this one more time just in case you did not hear me stretching and foam rolling I cannot stress enough how important these are these are your injury prevention tools and they will save you from some serious turmoil you should be stretching and warming up for every single run I don't care if it's five in the morning you warm up if you are not you have such a risk of injury and when you come home stretch before you shower the amount of times that I go, oh, I'll just stretch in the shower. No, it doesn't matter if it's like three or four stretches. Like it doesn't need to be major, but it needs to happen because you are going to help prevent those injuries. Another thing that's super important is foam rolling. And now the main area I have to foam roll is my calves. They get super tight. And I think that's a major prevention of shin splints for me. Like I would be prone to them with my really tight calves. Make sure you stretch it out. Um, what I found after my last full marathon, when I, I mean half, sorry, when I came in on Saturday, it was Saturday, I came home, I drank a whole bottle of electrolytes, because that's the best, um, I stretched and then I got in the shower and then that night I had a bath and I soaked my muscles in some hot water and some magnesium and that was 10 out of 10. And then I had a nice, like a real cold shower. I just put the shower on cold and I sprayed my legs in cold water. So kind of doing the hot and cold theory, like really just focusing on actually making sure 
my muscles are having the time that they need to recover between runs. So I'm setting out to run again tomorrow. I'm filming this on Monday night. I'm setting out to run again tomorrow and I'm really looking forward to it. Like I feel like my muscles have had time to recover. I'm going to foam roll before I go to bed. I'm going to make sure that I'm fully recovered and I'm going to do a reel for you on setting out my stuff for the morning to make sure that I actually do it. Um, Oh, one major that I had different this time to my last times I was training for a half, I used cadence running. So I introduced using cadence to keep my rhythm, to keep my um, pacing. What a game changer. I am now running at a 7.30 pace consistently. I can hold a pace from start to finish and finish stronger than I started. I looked at my pacing of my last half marathon and I think my first K was like 6.20 and my last K was 7.40. So I had such a big drop and I think what was incredible about this half marathon is my first K was like 7.20 and my last K was 6.30. So I got faster at the end and I remember a piece of advice that I would, sorry, I'm going to get into this. When I went to run my first marathon, me and my best friend was so nervous we were at the start line and I don't know if she'll remember this, but I remember talking to this man and we were chatting to him and I can't remember how many marathons he said he'd run, but he'd run so many. We were talking to him and I was like, what's the one piece of advice? Well, what advice do you have for us? Like, what, what's your number one tip? And he said, your first K should be as fast, if not faster than your last. Oh, your, no, your last K should be, sorry, I screwed that up. Your last K should be faster if not the same as your first case. So your first and last case should be the same, essentially was his principle. And I never really used to understand it. Like I would, I don't understand how that's physically possible. Like I get to my final K of this marathon and I literally want to fall over. But I totally understand what he means. We were sitting out too fast. Well, Taylor might not have been. I was sitting out too fast and it was screwing up my runs. Like I was so exhausted by the end that I couldn't keep going. Yes, muscle fatigue, yes, joint fatigue is going to happen. But... If you're sitting out at a really good pace, you should be able to hold it. And so I'm really looking forward to the day I get to do a marathon again with this right head space because I'm pumped for it. <laughs> um, next thing, a community. Having a space to share runs, to feel hype, to enjoy that has been a major difference in this training for this 25k. So I'm starting a Dunedin run club. So if you're in Dunedin and you want to come to a run club, send me a message and I'll get you involved. Um, but a major one for me has been my online community. I'm so grateful for every single person that cheers me on on every single run I've done and just the absolute involvement of everyone around me. It's made such a difference. Along with this, um, discipline has made a huge difference and that's honestly come down to using my happy habit planning pad. I use it to keep me in check. I use it to plan my weeks. I build my habits around staying sustainable with my running to making sure that I'm not burning myself out. And it's made such a difference for my weeks. Now, if you're going to take anything away from this, it's possible. You can do what you set your mind to. And if what you set your mind to is a half marathon or it's a full marathon or you're like me and it's your 25k for your 25th birthday, if you want to achieve it, you will. And if you want to meet these deadlines, you will. Give yourself enough time, make a plan and stick to it because you can do this. And if you want help with it, let me know. But honestly, it is not as crazy as you think. You do not need to pay for those big expensive apps to make sure that your running can happen. Like you are capable of achieving these running goals. And I'm so excited to see you tagging me as you smash your major goals. 
Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you on Friday. Thank you for listening to another episode of Plan and Empower the Podcast. If you're keen to find out a bit more about us, you can find us on all social media platforms. There are links in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you have time to leave a review on the platform that you're listening. Thank you so much. Bye.